Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, your research analyst with Money Markets here with your Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, if you're not already, I do want to make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can uh, find a lot of great features. We've got Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell, uh, Green Zone Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore, and myself. We put up videos uh, each and every week. We've also created a new membership program for our channel that gives you exclusive insight into the cannabis market. Uh, this includes uh, market information, stocks, interviews, news, much, much more. If you click that join button that's uh, right down below here on the video, you can find out a lot more about uh, about that community, but make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Just uh, click on subscribe uh, and make sure you hit that notification bell. Get notified each and every time uh, we put out a new video. If you're uh, listening to this as a podcast, go to youtube.com, search Money and Markets, and you'll find our green bull and bear logo. And then you can do the exact same thing I just told you uh, to find out more about our membership program, as well as to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and I do want to make sure you're checking out our website, which is moneyandmarkets.com. Make sure you check that out every day. Uh, we do provide safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your portfolio. Uh, we work hard every day, the entire team. We work hard uh, to provide you with the best information to bolster your earnings in your portfolio. So check that out. You can sign up for our free daily e-letter. Uh, and in that, uh, you'll get all that information sent to your inbox for free each and every day, including Saturday and Sunday. So uh, make sure you, uh, you get signed up for that. Do that at moneyandmarkets.com. Uh, now, on with today's podcast. Now, today I'm going to I'm going to break down the world of NFTs or otherwise known as non-fungible tokens. Uh, but first, I'm going to share a little bit of a story with you. Now, in my younger days as a journalist, I had the opportunity to you know go around to various places, interview a wide range of people from co from college and pro athletes to uh, musicians and politicians and all that. I, I it was a great career that I had and I really enjoyed it. And um, there was one instance where I was sitting down, uh, I went to a car show. And this is, uh, if you're not familiar with a car show, this is where uh, people bring their, their vintage vehicles and show them off. They clean them up, they, they bring them, they could be on a street, it could be in a showroom, it could be in a, in a theater, whatever. And they bring these very, these awesome looking classic cars uh, that are, uh, you know, revitalized and, and look like they're brand new. And they bring them and they show them and, and you know, draws thousands of people uh, on a regular basis to these types of car shows. Now, uh, one, one car at this car show kind of struck my interest and mainly just because at the time I was kind of a gearhead. I, I was really into cars. Not that I'm not still not. It's just, I was more so into it then because I was much younger. Um, it was a cherry red 1965, uh, Corvette Stingray caught my eye. Uh, so I went over and I talked to the owner and a great guy. I, I can't remember his name, but a, a great guy. And I, I asked the owner about the story of the car. Um, the car had been in his family since it rolled off the Chevy line, uh, in, in late 1964, and he loved that car. Just he, he throughout most of the interview, he actually kept wiping the car down and, and, and to show that that high sheen of the exterior. Uh, and it was just a gorgeous, gorgeous vehicle. Not, not the most expensive vehicle there, uh, but but I, I think someone had a, a Rolls Royce Ghost, maybe uh, something like that, a very rare car. Um, but it was by far, it really stood out. That cherry red exterior really made it stood out, uh, made it stand out. And, and, you know, I got to hear the engine purr, which was really awesome, by the way. Uh, I listened to the owner talk about, uh, you know, every detail of this work of art. Uh, and, and I stared at it just throughout the entire interview. I almost felt like I wasn't focusing on the owner. I was focusing on the car. And, and I wrapped up the interview and I asked, um, you know, one kind of important question. And that was, you know, how much would you sell this for? 
just a hypothetical. I wasn't implying that I was going to buy it or anything like that because there was just no way I was going to do that. But I, I just kind of wanted to get an idea uh, of what his value would be attached to this kind of a car. And his reply stayed with me for a long time, even to this day. And it was that anything is for sale for a price. And I think back on it now, and that statement is probably truer today than it was even a decade ago when I did that, when I conducted the interview. And that leads me to today. Um, you know, besides meme stocks, yeah, everyone's heard about the meme stock craze with AMC, with GameStop, with BlackBerry, and insert a uh, random stock here about how they, they garner a lot of attention on social media, retail investors buy it up, and it shorts out, it squeezes out short sellers and uh, things of that nature. But there's another thing that's kind of grabbing investors' attention, and it's called a non-fungible token, or NFT for short. Now, to put it simply, uh, an NFT is basically an asset that is stored digitally using blockchain technology. And it gives that asset its own unique identification code, its own unique metadata, uh, and, and it's all stored within blockchain. It's a digital representation of just about anything. And now they can't, you shouldn't confuse them with cryptocurrency now, uh, but it, uh, crypto also uses blockchain technology. Crypto can be exchanged or traded at their face value. So one Bitcoin is equal to another Bitcoin. However, and they're identical, they can be used for transactions and things like that. NFTs, on the other hand, are individual and unique. You One is not equal to the other. And once an NFT is created and push, put on blockchain, it cannot be replicated. Uh, so that's a very important distinction to understand. And essentially, uh, an NFT is a digital representation of something physical. Uh, this can be artwork, real estate, music, even baseball cards. Um, and, and, you know, I say this because back in 2006, uh, Twitter Inc. CEO Jack Dorsey uh, had created his first tweet on the platform. And it very simply said, just setting up my Twitter, T-W-T-T-R. Uh, and, and this was done back in March of 2006. Now, fast forward to March of this year, of 2021, Dorsey actually created an NFT of that tweet and auctioned it off. It fetched $2.9 million dollars from Oracle Corporation CEO, Sina Estavi. Uh, proceeds from the, sale, uh, from the sale of the tweet went to charity. Uh, that sale brought the NFT world uh, to light and started a craze where even artists are creating NFTs of their art and selling those pieces via blockchain. It kind of takes out a middleman, if you will. There's not need for an agent or a broker or anything like that. An artist can create a digital representation of an original piece of artwork and then sell it on blockchain. Dorsey's tweet was proof positive that anything can be sold if there's a buyer. An artist known as Grimes recently sold 10 pieces of digital art, including a video that it sold by itself for almost $398,000. Then there's a popular Nyan Cat GIF, which was, uh, which was created some time ago. It was sold, the GIF, the actual, the digital representation of the GIF was sold for $600,000. And the list goes on. Uh, the way NFTs work is actually kind of simple. The digital asset is created and uploaded to a marketplace that specializes in NFTs. The asset is verified through blockchain technology, and that means its uniqueness, the ownership of the NFT, all that is verified uh, through blockchain. The asset can then be sold through blockchain, which locks in the buy. A uh, new owner can then sell their piece of that asset or the entire asset or whatever their ownership of that asset is at a higher price via blockchain technology and make a gain. Uh, this has really transformed the use of blockchain technology by creating a digital representation of something physical and allowing the digital version to be bought and sold. Uh, it does allow for fractional investing in a physical asset. So for example, you take a piece of real estate. This could be a piece of land that may be next to a beach. Uh, you create a digital representation of that physical asset and sell it in chunks to different investors. 
it, it's much harder to do that with an actual piece of real estate. Um, and remember, if you own a part of the NFT, you actually also own part of the physical asset. Uh, and it works the same for art, for baseball cards, even wine bottles. And it can be used, uh, blockchain is used to, with wine bottles to track provenance and things like that through through wine and, and whatnot, baseball cards, uh, you know, the lineage of the card, the authenticity of the card, um, all sorts of things. And, and it's really revolutionized the use of blockchain. Now, some of you might be asking, okay, well, as an investor, maybe I'm interested in the stock market. So how can I make a play on NFTs via stock? Well, um, there are some plays on NFTs, but mostly uh, they're companies that are tie that have ties to blockchain technology, entertainment, or digital assets. There's not really a direct NFT stock you can buy. Um, and, and so it's a little complicated if you're a stock investor looking to get into NFTs without actually buying an NFT. Another drawback, to me at least, is the fact that the NFT space resembles cryptocurrency in that there's very little to no regulation. Basically, anyone can create an NFT of anything and it can be sold. There's no regulation to it whatsoever. It does create a, a bit of danger. Um, and I think it's a very creative use of blockchain and technology and could very well transform how we appreciate things like artwork. Um, if you want to buy an NFT, do so, uh, but you have to understand the risks involved. Um, I, you know, I'm not against buying an NFT or anything like that. I think if that's something that you're very passionate about, if you see a baseball, maybe a Honus Wagner baseball card, you want to buy a piece of it, do so. That's fine. Understand the risk. In terms of stocks, things are still very much in the air. Uh, as, as in terms of stocks that are more closely correlated to the NFT market. So any play here is going to be highly, highly speculative. And if you're buying it just on a potential tie to NFT, I would probably say that's the wrong reason to buy the stock. So, you know, again, if you're looking to invest in NFTs, you'd probably be better served doing it directly as opposed to trying to find something on the stock market uh, to, to do so. That would be at least my take on it. Um, again, NFTs, I think, are going to revolutionize how we do things. I'm very much uh, going to keep an eye on NFTs and, and how they develop and, and what more comes to market. Um, but in terms of being a stock investor, there's really not much of a play at this point uh, that you can make that would get you directly correlated to NFTs. Because again, we're talking about individual items that have individual value. There's not like a tangible crypto value like uh, Ether or, or Bitcoin or Dogecoin or anything like that. There's not a, a, you know, a set value attached across uh, an entire chain of things. It's one, it's one item one value, that's it. So uh, to play a stock is, again, very highly speculative, uh, even if it has a somewhat loose tie to NFTs. Now, uh, that's what I have on NFTs today. I do encourage you, if you do have any uh, comments or questions, email me at uh, feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. We'll put that email address right down there. Or you can comment on our YouTube channel as well. I'll be more than happy to take a look at that. If you have a stock or sector or anything else you'd like me to take a look at here on the podcast, and would love to do so. You can do that by emailing me or leaving a comment below uh, on our YouTube channel. Again, that's feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. Uh, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. If you are listening to this as a podcast, head over to youtube.com, search Money and Markets. Um, also be sure to subscribe, get notified each and every time we post a new video. We've got new videos coming out all the time. Check out our new video series called Ask Adam Anything. Uh, I get to sit down with Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell and ask him any question you ask. Uh, it's actually really fun and, and it's great to get Adam's impersonations, uh, uh, his thoughts on things. In fact, I'll tell you that in an upcoming video, I actually got Adam to sound like a monkey. So just make sure you uh, you tune into our next uh, Ask Adam Anything uh, video series. Also, Charles Sizemore, our Greens and Fortunes co-editor, does have a new video series called Investing with Charles Sizemore. He gives you his take on different stocks and whether they're good investments for you, looks at, a mar looks at the market, looks at economics, 
Uh, it takes a nice view uh, of kind of the world of investing and the world of finance. So you want to check that out as well. We've also launched a new membership community on our YouTube channel. It gives you exclusive content related uh, to the cannabis market. It includes interviews, company breakdowns, uh, advanced insight into our cannabis watch list, which is up double digits, by the way, and much, much more. All that is on our YouTube channel. Make sure you check it out. If you want to listen to the bull and the bear, you can do that. If you're watching on YouTube, maybe you want to listen to it uh, uh, you know, as a podcast, you can do so on your favorite podcast syndicator or on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, a ton of podcast indicators. Subscribe, make sure you get alerted each and every time we uh, release a new podcast. Leave us a review or comment on your uh, on your on YouTube or on your podcast indicator. Would love to see your feedback. Uh, and again, if you do have a particular stock or sector or anything you'd like me to take a look at, email me feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. Also head over to moneymarkets.com uh, and sign up for our free daily e-letter. We'll give you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information delivered to your inbox for free seven days a week. We've got much, much more coming up. Uh, I've already talked about all the videos we have. Uh, don't forget about the marijuana market update that comes out as well. Uh, you can check all that out on our YouTube channel. Until then, this is Money and Markets Research Analyst and host of the Bull and the Bear and the Marijuana Market Update, Matt Clark, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 